This is a Federal News Network podcast. A group of college students took a civic innovation class two years ago and wanted a chance to put their data science and coding experience to practice. But there aren't many opportunities for students still early in their college careers to work for federal agencies. Rachel Dodell and Chris Kwong co-founded the Civic Digital Fellowship. It's a paid internship program that places college students at one of six agencies for the summer. They tell Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco how the fellowship got started and how it's evolved over the past two years. I think it was a little over two years ago we were taking a class called Tech and Innovation in Government taught by Nick Sinai, who is actually one of our panel moderators. And he taught that as a field course. And we partnered with state, local, and federal partners. And over the course of 12 weeks, would go through the entire user research process and, and get to a prototype. And so I think some of our co-founders took that class and really had our eyes open because we didn't know anything about the world of civic innovation. So coming out of that in the spring semester, we all were really intrigued and interested in wanting to continue doing that work in an internship. But I think we talked to Nick, we did a little bit of searching, and the only opportunities were the U.S. Digital Service and the Presidential Innovation Fellows, and those you had to have maybe five to ten years of experience, which as a college sophomore, we didn't have. And so we went on USA Jobs. That felt like a good next step. And, and we did a search for a tech internship. And the only thing that popped up was an unpaid listing installing Microsoft SharePoint for, for agencies. And I think it hit us at that point that the reason why government's having a really hard time attracting the best and brightest technical talent is because of that. And that was even after we found USA Jobs. So we, we spoke to Nick and we said, hey, you helped stand up the Presidential Innovation Fellows. Would you know anyone who'd be interested in maybe doing something similar for college students and recent graduates? And I think one thing led to another. And in a span of just a couple of months, it was really short that first year in terms of turnaround. We had 14 students walking in the front door of the Census Bureau. And we had great partners. We're, we're incredibly grateful that they're still on board as each year having our largest cohort of fellows and seeing it grow from that founding agency to where we are now today. Yeah, and Rachel, how did it grow over time? Yeah, so as Chris mentioned, our first summer, we had 14 students at one federal agency. In the summer of 2018, so last summer, for our second ever cohort, we had 36 students across six federal agencies. So we over doubled in size, obviously um, had many more federal agencies involved as well. And then this past summer, we had 55 students at six agencies. So we worked with eight federal agencies in total now across the last uh, three cohorts. And I think something that we've noticed as it continues to grow is that we just get more and more demand for this type of program. This past year, we had over a 1,000 students apply from over 240 colleges across the country, which is obviously a great deal of people. And we can't offer them all spots in D.C. So Chris and I are really looking forward to continuing to grow the program and, and make sure that it's representative of, of everyone who applies and to be able to continue bringing people into civic technology as well. And how do you persuade the agencies to get involved and how do you persuade more agencies and different kinds of agencies to get involved? Because I think everyone knows what HHS is, but GSA, you know, people might not know who they are and there are many other agencies like that. So how do you get them involved? I think we've been lucky in the fact that our fellows do amazing work and other agencies hear about it from colleagues who work at the agencies we work with. And, you know, they, it's really a word-of-mouth situation. Oftentimes, they read about us in, in a news network like yours, and they hear about us through their colleagues. They hear about us um, 
you know, through different presentations that happen. And ultimately, the demand for talent is so strong that it's something we've been able to rely on um, up until this point and really get federal agencies involved. Obviously, there's way more than eight federal agencies. We want to continue growing that pipeline, and we're hoping that more of them heard about it today at our demo as well. I think there's a a point that was made in the panel about I didn't know what, what this agency did when I came in. I expected to have them tell me everything. And I think it's normal and probably definitely the right thing that most college students don't know what the General Services Administration does. But to storytell and, and to tell the story, so we encourage our fellows to write blog posts, to go back to campus and, and share their experiences. And I think that way more and more people, even if they don't know what GSA does, they know that there's good, meaningful work going on here in D.C. And this fellowship is one of just many many open doors that we're hoping will, will be open in the future. And I think there's a funny a funny story, too, in that where we had one year where we allowed people to let us know which agency they preferred when, when they applied. And we found that it was like 80% of people put down the State Department, not because they were interested in, in foreign policy, international relations per se, but because they'd heard of it on the news. And so we realized that wasn't necessarily the best way to allocate talent. So this past cycle, and I think what we're going to try to do going forward, continue doing, is taking a look at folks' skill sets and then asking agencies to let us know what are the big, hairy challenges that they're facing. And we kind of do some back backroom matchmaking to say, your skills will have the greatest impact here. And people land, and even if they don't know what BLS or USCIS does, they find that they're in a much better position to create impact with their specific skill set. There was a lot of discussion of bureaucracy and trying to hack bureaucracy, and I think there was even some talk about what you all as a fellowship, how you prepare the fellows to go into some of these agencies. I mean, what is that kind of pep talk like as you get them geared up to enter these places they might not know a ton about? Yeah, I think there's a really big misconception about what it's like to work in government. I think a lot of students have read some of the horror stories on the news and think, oh my gosh, everything is going to be in disarray by the time I arrive, when they don't actually realize that there are tons of employees who are awaiting them and are ready to get them to work. So what we do on our end before the fellows even arrive in Washington is we have all of our agencies scope out projects for the 10 weeks. That way, fellows can hit the ground running on day one instead of having to wait for their PIV card, their badge, their laptop, etc. They don't have 10 weeks to wait for those types of things. They have 10 weeks to make a project happen, period. On the fellows' end, in terms of how we get them to, to navigate this bureaucracy, we host an orientation in the first week, and we actually invite a lot of our alumni to come in and speak about their experiences and what it was like as a young technical person to come into government and tell the truth about you know what's happening. I also think that these fellows are incredibly bright. I think a lot of them enter these situations, and they realize something's not right, something's wrong, I need to talk to someone, I need to ask questions, etc., And they have been selected for their amazing expertise and their ability to ask questions. So I think they do a lot of the hard work when it comes to the bureaucracy hacking. Of course, Chris and I are also here throughout the 10 weeks as well to help them through any stumbling uh, issues or, or any red tape that they come across. But I think the fellows really lead a bulk of that work. But in addition, we have executives at every agency we work at who really do a wonderful job of championing the program, helping get through some barriers that maybe we wouldn't be able to move through alone. But alongside their partnership, we're able to get things done quickly and efficiently. And I think with the bureaucracy question, 
one thing is as we come to the end of the summer, our fellows now really understand that it's really just a bunch of people. And what I found when I was a fellow at the Census Bureau was everyone who was next to me, the people I was working with on a day-to-day basis, they were all there for the right reasons. People, the rules and the regulations that Margot were talking about, they were all put in for the right reasons. And I think this experience, if anything, has opened people's eyes to really the reality of bureaucracy. It's not just one big federal monolith. It's a bunch of people who show up for the right reasons to do the work day after day. And our fellows, hopefully, just with a different perspective and maybe some innovative skills, can advance the same work that's been done just in a different manner. And so we're really grateful to all of our agency partners for helping situate and helping empower our students to be as effective as Rachel mentioned in just 10 weeks. Chris Kwong and Rachel Dodell, Civic Digital Fellowship co-founders, speaking with Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. Be sure to check out Nicole's story at federalnewsnetwork.com.